All right, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Business of Fitness Podcast. I'm Jason Klepa. I have a very special guest with us today. His name is Dave Newman. He started a small company you might have heard of called RX Smart Gear. Most people actually should have heard of it, particularly for the jump rope and the innovation that he's created behind it. I want to talk to him about the jump rope. I want to talk to him about the business. I don't want to talk to him about, you know, life in general. And then um that's about it. How's that sound, Dave? Sounds fun. Let's do it. So Dave, we're gonna we're here at the Ultimate Hawaiian Trail Run. We're in a, you know, weather actually is beautiful right now. Paradise. Paradise. And we got a 20-minute AMRAP on the horizon. Yeah. And uh, I, feel like, I feel like we're to crush some business. Let's crush it. All right. Here we go in three, two, one, and let's go. So, Dave, um, tell us a little bit more. You know, I was just talking to Tracy from Assault Bike, one of the owners. Love her. Yeah. And, you know, she, she was telling me, I said, hey, so out of nowhere, you just created this Assault Bike, and it just got popular, and you became successful from it. And obviously, I was joking with her, but she said, well, for the previous 20 years, we had lived in Dallas. We had opened up a shop. We got bought out. We did this. We did that. And so my question to you is, some people look at your jump rope, right? Um, your in initial innovation with the, um, the multiple different colors, which I thought was really unique in the type of grip you used. And then you've been innovative ever since. You signed a deal, if I'm not mistaken, with boxing, is it? USA Boxing. USA Boxing. USA Wrestling. USA Wrestling. And you USA had a deal Synchro. for a while with CrossFit, if I'm not mistaken. Uh -huh. and, and so... How did you get to the point where you started making jump ropes? Why jump ropes and what, what took you there? Because that was about approximately maybe eight years ago, you think? Almost 10. Almost 10. Yeah. So, so how did the Dave Newman story and RX Smart Gear start? Um, <clears throat> so a lot like uh, you hear of other uh, CrossFit stories, you know, or, or new businesses starting in the CrossFit realm had a need. It was a personal need, not for profit. Um you know, had struggles with uh, with learning double unders, and you know couldn't buy something to fix it, and couldn't get anybody to coach me yeah. properly. Yeah. And this is back in the early day, right? Oh, yeah. So, uh, and so yeah, I just started tinkering. It was literally just a garage passion project. I'd sit in the garage and tinker, and you know, try and figure out um, just analyzing um, what I was doing wrong and what was I using as, in far, as far as a jump rope that wasn't helping, was either hindering or, or not helping um, because it's, it's a two-part component, you know? And, um, and so, like, if, you're, if you can jump rope well, you can grab anything and just jump rope. You don't worry about it. If you don't know why you're failing or why you're having inconsistency, what you're using is a huge component to that um, and having the right thing. So just to get you in the right biomechanical position, have something that has consistent length that turns over, that's, you know, like stretchable... Flexi cords change lengths, right? That makes you change where you got to keep your hands. Um, so there's all these other little factors that I just, you know, started, you know, paying attention to and trying to analyze. And one thing led to another, you know, put together uh, the first jump rope, first iteration, which, which by the way, you have the distinction of being probably the first games athlete to use an RX rope uh, okay. at the games in 2010. Yeah. Well, I remember your rope specifically and... You know, we used them um, for a long time, and and I'm still a huge fan of everything you're doing. Obviously, Appreciate that's why it. I wanted Appreciate to talk it. to you today. And you know, you really became innovative in the sense of, um, again, different colors on the handles. I liked the grip, and I liked the way that it flowed. the The type of cable you used, right? And you had different cable um, diameters over time, yep, right, yep, to make yep. it more challenging, less challenging. And I think you bring up a really interesting point. I want to get back to a few things, but before we go there. You mentioned that the reason why you started the company or started making jump ropes was for your own ability, right? Correct. Your own desire. Yep. And so, you know, I, I think you're hitting the nail on the head because 
prior to you coming out of the jump rope, you know, Buddy Lee had had a few up out, out there, yep. but for the most part, it was just kind of random jump ropes. And, you know, jump roping is very much so this practice skill, neurologically connecting the brain with the body, but it also, it takes a lot of control of, of what type of rope are you using? What type of handle is it? And like you said, is it stretch? Is it not stretch? I mean, most recently you came out with a new rope and actually went back in time. So oddly enough, uh, you created this very efficient rope, right? And you got yeah. more and more efficient over time, created, you know, streamlining it. And then at the Granite Games, you launched kind of like an old school rope. Yeah. So so why did you guys, why did you do that? And then I want to hear about how you even, just tell me that, that yeah. right there. Yeah. So no, that's a, a, thanks for bringing that up. It's, it's really funny. Um, you know, we, our first jump rope, the one you used at the 2010 Games, it's just a functional jump rope. We didn't develop that to be this super fast or crazy speed rope. It was a functional rope. What's going to help me get better at this skill? And that's what it was for, right? right. Um, it wasn't like, hey, what's going to make me better at the CrossFit Games? Right. What's going to help me get better at this skill? So it was a very functional rope. The different you know, diameters and cable had a lot to do with people having a better sensation and, and develop a better sense of timing with a rope. Something with a little bit more weight to it was key. And then sizing it to the body, all that good stuff. So yeah, we kind of... We kind of started there, like just really tailoring it to the individual and making a custom fixed length rope, adding the colors and variations. That was just a nice little accessory piece. Yep. Because I remember right. you used to have like the person's height yeah. attached on the Absolutely. on the rack at the gym, Absolutely. which I thought was genius, yeah. right? Because most of the time it was like red, blue, whatever. Right. You actually said, you know, 5'8 to 5'10. Yep. Whatever. And we still do that. Our packages do that. They, they, they guide people to what we feel is an, an ideal starting length for somebody to get somebody in a good ergonomical position, right? Because if the rope's too long and has way too much slack, it's going to impact the ground too far in front of their feet. They have to reposition their hands, takes them out of an ideal positioning, right? So it's things like that that we try and guide people and, and make it easy, especially for coaches to like set up a class here, grab and go, yep. get going. So anyway, so it evolved from just that basic, our we call it our classic rope now, our functional rope, to like, okay, let's let's develop, you know, a really kick-ass speed rope. So speed we, rope. we came out with the Evo. Yep. And the, the goal with that is... Let's make the fastest, arguably the fastest rope on the market. And all you can really do there is just try and eliminate as much friction as possible in the mechanism itself. Eliminate as much friction as possible and just create the tightest tolerances, right, as far as all the componentry going together. That's really all you can do to create a fast rope. Then it's up to the individual user. Of course. Either they can spin it fast or they can't, right? right? right, so, right. Um, so we did that with the Evo, and, and I think we were highly successful with that. Um, and, and then it got to a point, and this has been our issue with CrossFit. I love CrossFit. I've been doing it for almost as long as you, but for, for a, a decade now, over a decade. And, you know, people get this attitude that with, with jump rope in particular, how do I make it easier? I want to make mm. it easier mm. so that I can get through a workout faster or I can beat my buddy or this or that. So they want a super light jump rope. They want one they can't feel. They want one that goes fast. And, and my issue with that is, well, well, how many of us are competing for the games? Right. We're exercising to improve ourselves. Yep. Right? Well, it's like, it's funny. So earlier, an hour ago, I was on the treadmill just crushing myself in yep. intervals. Yep. Well, what did I do? I increased the incline because what did that provide? Provided a greater stimulus on my body. Absolutely. Right? And I know Absolutely. that when my body is being stressed with a stimulus, I'm receiving some type of ad adaptation and some type of change. Huge. And so at the jump rope, I think you're, this is such a fascinating conversation for me because I'm at the Granite Games and I'm looking at this jump rope and I'm like, dude, what, what these guys are saying is, is that we've, we've, we've tried to become so efficient at the jump rope, but what is the real 
idea specifically for non-competitors is to provide a stimulus, right? Right, right absolutely. Well, and you know what? For competitors too, it really exposed it, a huge hole in their game, Sure. right? It was, which was awesome. That's really what we wanted to do. And I'm so thankful to John Swanson for reaching out and, and agreeing to, to use those in the comp. Um, but it really exposed that, you know, you, if you just you start using equipment, to gain efficiency, right? Like the equipment helps you become efficient. Yep. Your movement doesn't help you become efficient. Yep. It gets exposed when all of a sudden you have to challenge your system and find out like, well, shit, I'm, I really have missed the mark, you know? And that rope, we call it the drag rope because it has a, has a lot of air drag. Yep. It's like jumping rope yep. with a parachute. Yep. Yep. Right. Yep. yep. Old school P jump rope. Very old school. It, and yep. it produces a great stimulus, right? Huge stimulus. It, How many yeah. times have you seen games athletes have to just do a simple set of 40 double unders and and break it up into like three to four to five chunks. Literally, they do four to five to 10 double unders and stop and, and take a breath and then start again. And, you know, it was, it was amazing. So I think what's really interesting about this, and I want to get back to the business side, but what's yeah. really interesting is, you know, you've tried weighted handles, tried weighted uh, rope in particular, uh-huh. right? And all that does is it, it makes it more challenging, but also it kind of transitions the, the flow rate. But what you did by increasing drag, I would say by increasing the drag, you actually increased um, the overall stimulus of it. Yeah. And I think the testament to that is watching a, quote, games athlete, um, you know, breaking up a set of 20 double hunters. Yeah. I mean, that's that's not normal. Right, right, right absolutely. And, and that's good, though, right? It's because it's, it's showing you're pushing them. And now I would make the argument that maybe a year from now, you're going to see people that same rope get 20 unbroken. Yeah. And then what's the next, right? We need yeah. to keep pushing ourselves with everything. and. Yep. and so I want to go back to uh, when you started RX uh, Smart Care. So you, you you created a jump rope for yourself. And then since then, things have really expanded. You yeah. now have a staff of you know 15 or so. Between Give, 20 and 25. We fluctuate. 20, yeah. 20 and 25. Yeah. Which is, you know, as your staff grows, there's a number of concerns, right? Yep. Um, but before that, what allowed you to, to manufacture, develop a jump rope? And then what what gave you the kind of like confidence to start a business? Because I, I don't get it. You just one day wanted to create a jump rope. What were you doing before that? Yeah, um, I, you know my I don't know my story is a uh, uh, little unique to me, but maybe not unique to a lot of people. But uh, um, I was a real estate broker for almost twenty years. Commercial or Diego. corporate? Uh, I mean, uh, sorry, uh, residential. Uh, residential. Yeah, or? mostly residential. And um, just had a nice little, you know, private label firm, boutique type firm, uh, buying, selling homes, financing, all that kind of stuff. And um, and then, uh, you know, the market crashed in 08. Yep. And that was a that was a, a pivotal time for me just because I had a lot more time on my hands. A buddy dragged me into a CrossFit gym, hated it, threw up, all that good stuff. And then yep. 10 years later, I, you know, can't get away from it. Love it. Um, and then the jump rope thing was just a farce. I mean, it really was just, it, I got super lucky that that was really good timing that, there was a lot of information out there that people wanted. Um, it was the information I was searching for for myself. And and there were a lot of other people out there who happened to be looking for that information as well. And I just happened to be the the right guy at the right time that was developing that information, finding it out, discovering it, creating it, whatever it might be. Because there were, there were things out there, but just nothing really succinct and linear. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, for, for sure. I mean, I, I, I specifically remember when you started coming out with your jump rope and how it was so much, it was so unique to me, right? I'm like, oh man, this is great. And because of the bearing component. Now, when you, when you, when you came to market, right? So you're, you're in the real estate market, yep. right? How did you know anything about manufacturing a jump rope? Not a thing. 
You didn't know anything. Not a thing. Again, you know, garage hobby, just you know, goofing around. And here's the cool thing about that: there was a certain amount of freedom with that. And I and I've I've alluded to this before in other conversations. There's a certain amount of freedom when you're just making something for yourself, and you don't give a shit what anybody. Else, can I say that? Sure. Okay. You don't you don't you give want. a darn what anybody else <laughs> thinks about it. Like you know what I mean? Like you're 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 not trying to please anybody else. It's just hey, how's this? going to work for me how's it going to feel how's it going to respond is it going to help me you know accomplish my goal and there's a huge amount of freedom with that and i try and remind myself of that as i develop new things but it's a little tougher because we're on a bigger yeah, stage on a bigger stage much bigger stage yeah so that's um you know it's tough to try and you know grab that that thunder or that fire and hold on to it um and have that kind of like creative um freedom to create something and because uh, i've I've, you know, I've invented a lot of things. Uh, I use that term loosely, you know, whatever. You, you think you invent something and trust me, yeah. 20 other people have done the same thing you right. just don't know about. But, um, but uh, I've, you know, I've created other products that I thought were brilliant. And I'm like, this is amazing because it does a great job for what it's intended to. They don't sell. They just don't catch on. People don't gravitate towards it. Well, let's talk about that. So you, you started the jump rope. Yep. Obviously, it's been very successful, has created a... Uh, business that you've been able to create a, a living from, which is, which is beautiful. And on top of that, provide for a group of 20 or so people to provide for their living, yeah. which for me is, you know, is, is one attribute of, of success is how can I do what I love for a living and then provide that to as many people as possible. Absolutely. And then make an impact, right? Yep. yep. Um, now you've came out with other products. Yep. I know you came out the, a kind of an ab mat with like a, like a, right. You came out with, well, or, it's a skull me, mat for, skull, yeah, just, yeah. Excuse me, Skull Matt. Yep. You've also came out with other products, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what what product have you created that you felt like was was going to be successful, but it wasn't? If you don't mind me asking. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I mean, when I create a product, I honestly I don't look at it from a standpoint of like, oh, this is going to be successful. Like, and the jump rope was never that way either. Right. I I I try and you know really look at it as in is this needed? Is this useful? You know. And um, so one one in particular is. Um, is a uh, a sandbag that tethers to your climbing rope, right? A sandbag that tethers. It's okay, a, it's a fifteen pound sandbag. Yep. It has a two foot long, uh, you know, piece of um, uh, nylon, and then a Velcro uh, enclosure at the end. So you you strap it to the bottom of your of your rope climbs. Yep. yep. Rope climbs, right? Oh. Yeah. So because in our gym, the gym that I've I've been a member of for you know the past decade, our our ropes you know stop barely at ground level or they go just you know maybe there's like a foot of overlap we don't have like five feet of extra yeah, yeah, yeah. rope on the ground yeah so people that have all that extra rope on the ground or like the rope is essentially too long yeah um you know a when they're when somebody's climbing the rope and real aggressive on their on their it's, foot lock it's whipping around well if they have a lot of extra slack that that stuff won't won't whip around too bad right oh, oh yeah right but yeah. But it's a it's a it's a problem in that um, if you come down on it, you oh, roll, ankle. roll an ankle, oh, things for like sure. that. Exactly. So and how many times? I mean, I, yes. Yep. I've seen it. So our gym. So I'm a big believer that the rope should barely stop at ground level. I'm um, in agreement with you. Yeah. But then when you have that, now you have a rope that whips around. Yep. Eight feet in either direction, and I've measured it. Like it literally can whip around. If you have somebody that's real aggressive when they when they pull their footlock up high and they yeah. rock back. Yeah. And so in in, uh, in our gym, you know, there were there were times where you you know if you're doing a workout with barbells or kettlebells and you have to really move far away from the yeah, rope, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it makes a logistical issue too. Like right. how much space do you have that you can set up and people can safely work out and not get clocked by a rope? And so um, so I just you know. Uh, 
made it, you know, made us had a, we have a cut and sew company that we use. Um, so had him make up the sandbag has a two foot long tether. So you tether to the bottom of the rope, but the rope, the bag sits two feet away from the, from where you land. Right. So you don't have to really worry about on the way down your ankle. Don't have to worry about landing so, on it. So you thought this was going to keep the rope, you know, more, um, in line within certain, you know, a standard deviation, you wouldn't have all these craziness. Oh no, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. They work phenomenal. They do but, what they're supposed to do. They're phenomenal. It, but right? what happened? Well, uh, you know, part of it could be marketing, but I think it's just one of those things that it, it um, coaches, unless people feel they have the same problem or they think it's a problem, they're just not going to buy it. So coaches might be like, well, I, I don't think it's an issue. I don't, I don't see an issue with the rope flying around and I've never had it you know, I've never had an injury or not an issue. Here's the funny thing about that. After I developed the, uh, that product, um, I reached out to, to Dave Castro because uh, they'd released regional workouts. And yeah. had, this is a few years ago, and they had a crap ton of rope climbs in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I reached out to Dave and said, hey, I have this product, and I think it would be great if you guys wanted to use it because it would just it would keep things organized. It would keep the judges on the floor safe, and you wouldn't have all this craziness flopping around. And, and maybe they want that flopping around because it'll slow yeah. somebody's transition time or whatever, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. to get up the rope. And uh, he was real cool, and he's like, hey, you know what? Thanks, but we're going to pass on it. And, um, and so we're like, okay. Um, we had a team, and actually a couple of my staff members, you know JoJo, uh, yeah. has been with me since the beginning, but uh, we're, a couple of our team, uh, our staff members were on our team for the CrossFit gym uh, competing at regionals, the Del Mar regionals in Southern California. And, um, and it was just ironic that it was our team that, uh, in fact, it was JoJo, jumped up to climb up the rope. The judges were taught to kind of like, I think, kneel or stand, you know, back oh, a certain... hit the guy? And, and yeah, and hold their clipboard. They're supposed yeah. to guard their head with the clipboard. Well, the rope went over the clipboard and it um, slashed the guy's cornea, right? Like literally, it was a no, big no, deal. No, no. No, seriously. It, well, I took a picture of the guy. He came to our booth uh, after he saw... He medic. was okay. He was fine. I don't know how... I don't know if he's had any issues since then, but I mean, it slashed his cornea. Like it was a trip. And uh, like, and so the funny thing there is that... He's trying to continue judging, but he's, his eye is like oh. watering and he's holding uh, yeah. it. It was a mess. And it yeah. Maybe could have been avoided. So, so lesson yeah. learned from that one though, yeah. just speaking on the business front is, you know, maybe it was, maybe it was your execution. Yeah. Maybe, you, you know, if you had to, you, I think the the moral of that story is you're going to have some winners. You're going to have some, not as sure. many winners. Sure. But unless you, you know, and we like to say it like, we throw ideas at the dartboard. Yep. Some of them stick, some of them don't. And Absolutely. that's okay. You know, Absolutely. It's, you know you're know, you not always going to hit home runs. And yeah. I think also playing the long game, you know, a lot of stuff we do, you don't see, you know, exact revenue from it. Like, for example, right. I started this podcast for business owners because I'm passionate about just talking to people and I love this. Sure. Is, do I spend time doing it? Sure. Do we make money from it? No. Right. I, mean, I, I don't make, we don't charge for any whatever, but long term, I think it'll add a lot of value and it'll have residual benefits to our business. And so I think playing the long game is important. I think trying new ideas, as long as they don't deter you from the main, you know, as long as you don't get distracted. So right? true. Right? And I mean- 100% agree. And so your main focus is jump ropes. Is that correct? You know, our uh, jump ropes definitely is is what pays the bills, right? That's our yeah. staple product. Right. And that's what we have the most- you know, variations and options and, and things like that. So we, we definitely feel like we're one of the, one of the industry leaders, you know, with that product. And so, so it, it would be silly to detour too far from that. Although I have a lot of other interests and things that, I mean, you know, the fitness space is a big space right? and you, 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 as you're, involved with it and, and doing it yourself, like, you know, like you yourself, I'm sure you're doing a workout 
uh, like you have for the past how many years and you're like yeah. ah this this part of doing a workout really sucks and it could be solved though yeah well you know what i mean like i started this product called the go mat yeah. which was just a four by six mat because i was tired of doing burpees on my hardwood floor or carpet yep. or whatever. it's just a nice roll-up mat and Absolutely. we still sell it through rogue and that's the only product i've ever like been yep. behind because yep. i'm like dude i just i just don't want to do burpees and right. it's so funny you mentioned that because i designed that for me Yep. If, even if we only sold one or 20 or a hundred, right. I just want it for me. And so as a company with jump ropes is, is quote unquote, the major vertical of your business, where do you see RX smart gear going in the future? Because you've aligned yourself with wrestling and with boxing, which mm-hmm. I think is a phenomenal idea because obviously it's a component of both of those training yeah. methodologies. Yep. Yep. Where's RX smart gear going in the future? What do you have planned for your business? So we, you know, the funny thing is, is, is as we develop the jump rope, we're also developing our, our training aspect, like how to use a jump rope, you know, like, honestly, the funny thing is we find that a lot of people, um, they, they really don't know how to use a jump rope. Like it's one of those skills that, um, that there, a lot of information is not provided early on. Just like, you know, when somebody walks in off the street, for example, and it's like, okay, this person's never done CrossFit and you're going to teach them how to squat right, and you're right, going to go right. to all these little details on the proper stance and positioning and send your hips back and chest up, yada, yada, whatever. whatever. And okay, now we're going to, we're going to progress that into a snatch and you give them a barbell. Here's where you grab the bar and you go through all these little points of performance and it's very broken down, very detailed, every movement. Um, jump rope was, there's really, there's not a lot out there. I felt like there wasn't a lot out there that, that, that taught it or presented information about jump rope in that same manner until we did, until we developed the RX methods, what we call the RX method. Uh, my wife and I had a gymnastics coaching background from, you know, decades ago. We both coached competitive gymnastics, um, finished now our Did you career. compete in gymnastics? My, my wife was the competitor. Uh, I was not that good of a competitor. So they always say that ones that can't perform end up coaching. So <laughs> I was a much higher level coach than ever a competitor. Um, but I actually dropped out of college for a couple of years and solely focused on coaching gymnastics. I was really passionate really? about it. Yeah, back in so the you, 80s you and 90s. In, in, you competed in gymnastics in high school? Uh, no, actually never even competed in high school. I, I got involved even younger than that. Uh, military parents. So, you know, I was introduced to gymnastics. Uh, there was a club. So started training uh, young. And then, but we'd, we'd bounce around with the military and move. And there wasn't always a facility. So it kind of became just a background, like, hobby, athletic hobby, yeah. right? And so I kept it up. Um, and and uh, But never, again, never became highly competitive at all. When I graduated high school, um, I, I moved from Arizona to California took a year off to get residency before I entered college. And uh, so I was just working for a year and there was a gymnastics gym, you know, right by this, this plant I was, I was working at this factory and, uh, you know, walked into, to, um, just, you know, check out like an open workout class yeah, yeah, yeah. where you can just go get up, you know, do muscle ups and whatever, swing yeah. on high bar, or whatever. And, uh, the coach, um, just kind of pulled me in and started like, Hey, I need you to spot this kid. You know, to spot, you know, spot a backflip or this or that. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I can do some of that stuff. So, you know, but he formally taught me coaching from the ground up, you know, and I uh, kind of became his little pro- protege and, and I, and I coached for over a decade, um, in and, gymnastics. And now you took that mentality absolutely, and he transferred it to his jump rope where you're saying, Hey, look, a lot of people, I mean, rope, rope length is a component, which we could both agree on, but also hand position, right? huge body position, huge, um, you know, and, and I think those are both huge components now. Now, so you think the future of your program or currently to date 
is education on that? Uh, yeah. Do you think that's a component? It's always been a component. So that's the funny thing. It's always been a com- component. Um, you know, when 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 uh, when we met you at the 2010 games, um, you know, that's when that year Rogue invited us to sit in their booth and and demo our ropes and see how how they did. And the one thing that we did was, you know, we threw some mats down. Remember the Vendor Village was right up above the tennis stadium yep, yep, that yep, year? Yep, yep, yep. So we threw mats down and people would walk up. And, and the thing about our ropes is, uh, you know, we were one of the first companies to do a fixed length rope. It wasn't adjustable. Because my attitude was, look, if it fits you, it's your rope, you don't need it to fit anybody else. Right. So why should it adjust? Right. So let's get it right from the beginning right. so that everything works. And, it, and it's, now you know it's not going to fail you because adjustable ropes constantly fail well i remember back in like the 2010 days or or even before you'd bring out like two or three jump ropes yep. and even even still even still you know, even still i would do that till this day because yeah you just never know what's gonna happen you just but, never know but with some of those when you just have like these little screws yeah that, you know sometimes those screws would come unloose and, yeah. and things of that nature and with your jump rope it's different because you, it coils around and then it, it it's, is a, it's permanent like permanent. The, the, the length of the cord is permanent it's, it's crimped locked yeah. in you can remove it it's like taking a key off a key ring but, you know, so you can put a new one on. When that one burns out, you can put a new one on. But the cord itself will ne- should never fail you. Um, and, and, th- and that's no slam on any products that use that adjustable, but that's just the nature of mechanics. You have a screw, a set screw that has to tighten up. It's going into a fibrous, you know, wire. The wire, you know, uh, fibers spread and the screw slips through. Wire comes out. That's just what happens. And I, I, I wanted to prevent that. I just, you're, you know. you're 100% right. So, you know, I could talk to you for hours about business about life i think it's really interesting you come from this gymnastics background and this coaching background and i think your philosophy you took to your business is so inspiring because you know for me it's very similar i started in the conventional gym i became inspired by crossfit because of the coach the community and the results it was driving and i think for you and that's why i started the business was because i wanted to provide this to other people for you it's like hey look i want to learn how to do double unders or whatever and now i want to create a product that can help people get there and so that the business was started out of passion, but you had, you know, business sense from years of doing other things. And I assume some financial backing from all these different things you had done. And, uh, it's a really cool story about what you've been able to make. And I, I hope what we could do is sit back here next year at the trail run again and follow up and see, you know, what new products you've created over the last year, if any, and, and where your business has gone, because it's just, to. it's just grown so much over the last eight, nine, 10 years. It's been Awesome to watch. Appreciate so, that. So where can people find um, your jump ropes? Uh, Dave Newman, where can people find out more about your product? Because, you know, I believe you're making a, a phenomenal product. I think a lot of people would agree with that. And if they want them in their gym, if they want them for themselves, where would they find that? Oh, I appreciate that. Um, uh, rxmarkgear.com, www.rxmarkgear.com is our, our website. Um, we're in Southern California down in, uh, San Diego. Uh, we have a, you know, our headquarters has a store. So if people want to walk in or if they're down on vacation, a lot of people don't realize we're there, but they can actually walk in and we'll, you know, sit down with them, work with them and, 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 uh, you know, give them some coaching and, and build them a rope on the spot, which is fun. Um, and so, um, uh, we have our Instagram is rxmarkier. Um, I have a, I have a personal Instagram that's just like family and kids and fun <laughs> stuff, but I have kind of what my my per, my what I call my business personal is RXSG, just our company initials RXSG CEO, and uh, you know that one is kind of a fun little thing just to talk about the industry or talk about products or just kind of behind the scenes stuff. But you know, I'm not trying to get followers on that, and uh, you know it's just for me it's just an outlet to put some things yeah. out there, you know. So it's it's kind of fun, uh, and uh, and I, I have a 
kind of a joke, but it's true. But you know, views expressed on that, you know, are, are, page aren't necessarily the are, views of my company. The company. Yeah, <laughs> so. you have to cat. Yeah. Well, I think it's cool that people could go see you down in San Diego and go get a custom jump rope yeah. made from you. Um, you know, you have a unique product with 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 you know education behind it. Go check them out. And uh, thank you very much for uh, coming on the show. Jason, thank you, man. It's been fun. All right, brother. Appreciate it. Thank you.